Hello, beautiful queens, and join me as we open up conversations that help women walk through difficult transitions and inner healing while unleashing the potential that God has placed within all of us to become untamed and unchained. In each episode, you'll get the tools and resources to create the change in your life that you desire as you unleash your vision, your gifts, and your voice and your confidence to live the life of your dreams. I give my listeners and clients love and support. However, I do take the direct approach and we cut out that BS in your life. So instead of playing small, you can create big leaps into your life. Now let's dive into this episode. Hello, queens. Welcome back. I'm so excited that you're here with me again today. And this episode is supposed to drop before Christmas. And so I decided let's talk about filling your own cup and how to stay in joy during the holiday season. Because a lot of us women have a tendency to overgive and then there's like resentment and there can be bitterness and there can be frustration. There can be overwhelm, burnout, anxiety, all these different emotions that rise up. The holidays can just tend to hold a mixture of a lot of different emotions, which there's a lot of different things that are usually going on around the holiday season. And a lot of it depends on the family dynamic that you have, where you came from, what you're creating in your life. And when you have childhood memories or there you have memories from the past that have been created around the holidays every time christmas time comes up again it can uproot those emotions and you can go into a vicious cycle and so one of the biggest goals that i always have with my clients and also with my own self is if i see myself going in circles if i see repeated patterns to hit the brakes and stop and look at them, unpack them and see what's going on to create what I truly desire in my life instead of continuing to go on the hamster wheel. And especially with women, and because a good portion of my audience is women, I'm going to direct this more towards the women. There's a lot of pressure that gets put on us from social conditioning to even religion and families. There's a lot of different dynamics going on. And then there's the beautiful world of social media and, you know, like quote unquote, having the perfect family, doing the cooking, having the gifts wrapped, having the house decorated, attending all the different events, making sure that you have the pictures done and the kids are all in order. And like, you know, you're looking skinny, you're looking pretty, you have beautiful clothes on and there's just a lot of different things. And then also measuring up to expectations, maybe that people have of you, be it family, be it friends, expectations that you have placed upon yourself, maybe even desires that you have in your heart to create something beautiful over Christmas. You want something different than what you grew up from. And that was a lot was what had been happening with me for years. And there was just all this pulling and tugging and Christmas time used to be, it was a beautiful time, but it was also a sad time for me. And I've had a lot of different conversations with a lot of women who feel very stressed out over Christmas. And I'm like, it's so sad because Christmas is such a beautiful time of the year. It's where we get to celebrate the birth of Jesus. 
And because of the over hustle bustle and overstimulation that is going on in today's world, a lot of us feel like we're getting sucked under. So instead of you feeling like you're getting sucked under, I am going to talk today to help you fill your cup. So you are getting to be present and you're experiencing the joy of the season and you're just really soaking it in and navigating through it. And it's also going to depend on where you're at in life. But the first thing that I'm going to say is if you have a conflict of a lot of different emotions that are coming up during the holidays, don't just push through them. Because what's going to happen is if you if you suppress and you just push through them, is they're going to resurface again next Christmas. So give yourself the gift of actually stopping, pausing, pondering, praying. And as we say, sometimes peeing because, you know, toilet time, hello, that's when we have time to ourselves and you can actually ponder on things. So if you have a lot of emotions that are coming up during this time of the year, then at like reflect on it and get curious of, are these my emotion? Like, are these my feelings or are they feelings that were held in the household that I grew up in? So I'm going to give a bit of an example of like what it was growing up in my household during Christmas time. And then when I went to recreate it with my family and why there was like this crossfire and there was a lot of inner turmoil that was happening with inside of myself. And I see this happening in a lot of women doing the same thing. And so it's going to depend regardless of what the environment was that you grew up on, but just to kind of give you a structure so you can reflect on your own, like asking yourself the question, what was the environment like during Christmas time with your family. Like for example, in my household, the way that I grew up, Christmas time was very, very stressful. It was always a war on money because my mom loved to give gifts. She loved to give people gifts. She loved the joy of watching them, their expression when they opened their gifts. The way that my father grew up was they got literally like socks and underwear and some candy. And so he grew up poor. He grew up on a farm. They had everything that they needed, but they didn't have anything more. They were taught to appreciate what they had. You didn't ask for more. You were happy with what you got. So my dad, the way that Christmas was viewed was you don't spend a lot of money. You preserve your money. You put it in savings and you only give what is a necessity to people. You don't just give a nice, beautiful gift to somebody to give a gift because that was, this is the importance of understanding your family's lineage. This is the importance of understanding the way that they grew up because then you understand why they did what they did and where you get to create something different. So my mom, I don't exactly know the way that she was raised in that aspect of things, because in this situation, it was her wanting to give beautiful gifts. She loved to make it personal. She loved to make it be something that somebody truly want, that it meant a lot to their, like it was a very heartfelt gift. So there was a lot of fighting that went on, but it wasn't actually fighting as in fighting verbally hearing the fight so much. It was it was the emotional stronghold that was happening in our house. There was a very, very tense 
tense time. It wasn't what they were saying. It was what they weren't saying. Because I do remember my mom saying at one point, I have no desire to give gifts anymore. There's no fun in Christmas even anymore because your dad doesn't want me to spend any money. And I could always feel my dad's vibe. I could feel his energy. And I always felt like Christmas time was simply a burden to him. And so I didn't ever want to ask for anything at Christmas time, even though I loved Christmas time in my childlike heart. I didn't want to ask for anything because I didn't want to stress him out further because I was a little girl that was seeking my father's approval. And if I don't ask, then maybe he would approve of me even more. And I also saw what his response and his reaction and the interaction that was happening between him and my mom, whenever there was a conversation, even when they thought I didn't hear, I would hear bits and pieces. I would hear the tones. I would hear the raised voices. There was comments that would come flying across the rooms here and there. Enough that I knew that Christmas time stressed my dad out to the highest max because he didn't want money spent. And Christmas time spent stressed my mom out to the highest max because she wanted to give and she, she couldn't go against her husband. My dad had very strong boundaries with it. So there was this whole war zone that was going on. I just wanted to have a magical, happy Christmas. So I would always go above and beyond to be in an exuberating good mood, to be bubbly and to be happy and to laugh and to smile and to try to make everybody happy. And I would literally abandon myself, not knowing that I was doing it as a child, to make everybody else happy in the household because I knew that Christmas time was meant to be happy, but my mom was sad and my dad was stressed basically, if you want to boil it down to a few emotions. So when I got married and I had children, I wanted to recreate the holiday season for my kids. I wanted to give them what I never had. I wanted to give them beautiful gifts. I wanted to give them a beautiful holiday season, wonderful time at Christmas. But I also wanted to do all the things that I never got to do when I was growing up. And then I also had the pressures of living up in the religion that I was in where everybody like baked cookies and make, make candy. And then you had cookie exchanges and then, you know, you had your Christmas clothes and everything. So I was like little Miss America that was trying to meet up to all the expectations and the standards that I had in my own head, the way that things should be. But what was always going on on the inside of me was there was an inner turmoil when Christmas time was. I would always get really, really anxious. I would get really stressed. I made sure that I was working or making some sort of income. So at the time, the person that I was married to, that I didn't have to ask much. I didn't have to ask for much money at that time because I was I had a serious fear of stress happening around the holidays, unaware that I was carrying this on the inside of me of these childhood emotions that have been trapped with inside of myself that I suppressed my whole childhood and tried to make everybody else happy. So every year around Christmas time, it was always like I had 50,000 emotions in the day of Christmas, I felt like I was a ticking time bomb. Like there was always a void with inside of myself because I never truly felt happy. I never truly felt fulfilled. I always felt like I did all of this stuff. Like I made this beautiful meal and I bought all these beautiful gifts and I, you know, decorated the house. And then I um, made sure that we all had new beautiful Christmas clothes because back then I was 
Amish. So I made the clothes. I went and bought the material and I made sure we were all matching and we looked all magical because when you're Amish, everything is about image anyways. So on the outside surface, I looked like the perfect, perfect little Amish wife that her children matched. The gifts were wrapped. The house was decorated. She baked the cookies. She made the candy. She had everything just so-so. And I was running off of that image. I was running off of the fact that the praise and the validation that people were giving me because it was make like, and then, you know, I would bake for every, for other people as well. And people would just have fits that I did all of this stuff. And if you see, and you listen to what I'm telling you, I was literally repeating a cycle that was happening in my childhood. And I just kept going with it. And it always, I always had a deep sadness with inside of myself of why am I, do I just feel empty? Why do I kind of feel hollow? And like, I know it's the birth of Jesus, but I don't really feel like I am truly celebrating. Like I'm truly present with my family. Like I'm truly connecting with my family and I get to experience creating moments. I get to ex experience creating memories. And when I did things with my kids, I was, my brain was always going 5,000 miles a minute of all the different to do's. And I was with them physically, but I wasn't actually with them emotionally. And while, yes, I might've been taking them shopping or baking the cookies or wrapping the gifts or giving them all these things, I was missing the greatest gift of all. And that was having the love, the joy, the peace that was overflowing and getting to be present and to truly treasure that it is Christmas time and it's the time of family and it's the time of celebrating the birth of Jesus. And it's the time to connect. It's the time to create more memories with your children and your family and all the different things. And then I had expectations that I had placed on myself to meet up for my family standards, because like I would invite my mom's side of the family. And then I would invite like friends and I would have these parties and these dinner events and where I would cook and go all out of my way too to decorate and to do different things because I placed those expectations on myself because I wanted to make other people happy. Because if I was making other people happy, then I was quote unquote, making other people's Christmas better. What I was doing was avoiding the feelings with inside of myself of the conflict and the inner turmoil and the tension that I grew up with in my household. I took responsibility for it upon myself. Then when I left the Amish with my children, then I had the false guilt placed on me that I kind of tore my family apart because all of a sudden Leona wasn't doing all the things because then there's this shunning that happens. And then all of a sudden, Leona was no longer that entertained everybody. She wasn't putting on the Christmas party. She wasn't doing all the baking. She wasn't doing all the different things because I used to wrap the gifts for my mom. I used to help her do the shopping. I used to take care of this stuff so, because she had a lot of health issues. But now because the, the dynamic of everything had been pulled apart, so-called because of a choice that I had made. Now I had a shit ton of guilt that I was dealing with. So after we left, there was this whole disarray of kind of like feeling like the lost ducky because now we couldn't spend it with family the way that we used to. We still did to a certain way, but it was different because now I could no longer hide behind doing all of these things for everybody to make everybody else happy because I wasn't allowed to, because you're not allowed to um, give them things. They're not allowed to receive things 
from you. And so now I had to learn how to recreate a whole different Christmas. And in all of that, I was still struggling with all of the emotions. I just tried to fill the void by doing other things, but there was always this anxiety. There was always the overwhelm, the burnt out. I was exhausted. I was emotionally unavailable. I was disconnected. I would do stuff with the kids. I would, I had one goal and that was to make Christmas as magical as I possibly could for kids. So let's fast forward to four years ago at Christmas time, three days before Christmas, I found their father cheating and I ended my marriage. And that night I had to make a decision. Was I going to quote unquote, rip my family apart three days before Christmas, or was I going to try to keep my shit together until after Christmas and then pull the family apart? And I made the decision to do it before Christmas because I, I was no longer willing to abandon myself and I was no longer willing to fake it to make it because there was so many things that had been going on prior. I was like, I'm not even going to betray myself or my children by trying to fake something until a few days after Christmas. So there was always kind of this turmoil around Christmas. There was these different things that happened and in the past two years, I really went in deep to heal a lot of like, uh, ha- like my emotional like trauma and, and the wounds that I had inside of myself and really come home to myself to connect, to connect deeper with my relationships. And in that I noticed at Christmas time of the things like last year, the things that came up and I really went deep to heal those things on the inside of myself. I can honestly, truthfully say now that Christmas time is joyful for me. It's a beautiful time of the year. Like this year, Christmas time, I am loving it. And a big thing that happens And even if you're like, well, my story is different at like around Christmas than yours is, I don't think I have any of that. There's a lot of people pleasing tendencies that happen with women around Christmas time. And so that's what I want to talk about, because if you're feeling a lot of emotions coming up around Christmas time, it's okay. You might be going through grieving. You might it might be allowing yourself to grieve that you never had the Christmas that you truly wanted to have. And until you grieve those parts of yourself to release, you can't make room for something new because it's still stuck with inside of yourself. But if you allow yourself to actually look at that little girl version of you and you, whatever your story is, whatever the dynamic is, but if you had trauma around Christmas time, or if you had any kind of like family dynamics happen, then allowing that little girl inside of you to be seen, heard, and understood where you are actually acknowledging with her and meeting those emotions and grieving that she never got to experience whatever it was that she was desiring to experience around Christmas time. The next one that I'm going to say is creating boundaries. You are not superwoman. 
And it's not helpful to try to be superwoman. And if you're trying to live up to your family's expectations of what you've placed on yourself or what you feel like they've placed on you, because let's remember, oftentimes we feel something, we think they've placed an expectation on us, but if we were actually to sit down and have a conversation with them, they would probably have a very different story than what you have created with inside of yourself. It is okay to say no. It is okay to not go to family events. It is okay to take care of yourself. When it comes to your mental and emotional health, it is vitally important for you to actually stay true to yourself. Because when you continue to people please, and you continue to show up, because I hear this from a lot of women, well, you don't understand my family, or if I don't go, then they're all going to talk about me, or they expect me to do this, or this is something that I've done every year, or they're going to get upset with me. It's okay. I can promise you it's going to be okay. It's okay for you to stop dishonoring yourself. It's okay for you to stop self-abandoning. It's okay for you to stay true to what you are feeling with inside of your heart and what you are experiencing and honoring that part of yourself. Because how are people going to honor and respect you when you don't do that for yourself? They don't know. It's on, I'm going to give you a little bit of a tough cookie, but it's literally on you to do that for you. Because if you don't give that to yourself. People don't know you're showing them a different kind of behavior than what you're actually feeling. That's not fair to yourself, but it's also not fair to them because then you end up holding resentment or whatever the emotion is or frustration or hurt or sadness or bitterness against them. And they have no idea. So ask yourself, am I doing these things out of obligation? Am I trying to meet up to somebody else's expectations and look at the emotions that are wrapped like look at the feelings that are wrapped around the story that is wrapped around of why you're doing that if you have some deep trauma that's stuck inside of there work with somebody because there's a way to release that so you can connect with yourself and you can connect with your body, which is what I'm going to go on to the next one is for you to connect with yourself in this time. Like one of the greatest gifts that you can give to yourself and that you can give to your family is coming home to yourself. Your family feels you, you know, the term, if mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. Okay. Well, if you want to create a different Christmas and you want to create something different for your family, it's all going to start with inside of yourself. It's not going to be what you do. You can give each kid 20 gifts. You can bake all the things. You can make it appear like the most magical Christmas time. But if you're not feeling it on the inside, it's only you're only mimicking something. It's not real. It's not true. It's not sincere, which is not what your heart truly desires. So let's come home to the desires of your heart and what God has placed on the inside of you. Women are created to connect. We're created to connect, to nurture, and to nourish. We can't give that if we're not nurturing and nour nourishing our own health, mind, body, spirit, and soul. And so how do you come home and how do you connect to yourself? 
While I had an episode previously about healing your nervous system, I would highly recommend you go into that one for further tips. But coming home to yourself and connecting with yourself is very, it can be as simple as actually just honoring the emotions that you're having at the time, honoring the stories that are, the feelings that are coming up and that are wrapped up in honoring is even saying no to yourself and taking time out for you and actually doing some nurturing and nourishing things such as maybe possibly journaling or taking a bubble bath or wrapping yourself up in a fuzzy blanket and just filling your cup, spending time with God and really connecting with God and asking him, what's he showing you? What is he desire? What is he wanting to reveal to you? Because the, the, it is so nourishing and so nurturing when we open our heart to the Father and we ask the Father to come in and to just connect ourselves, connect with, connect us with Him and ourselves, and reveal the stories with inside of ourselves. But if we're constantly busy doing all the things then we keep, we're disconnected from ourselves. And we live in a very, very overstimulated world. Like everywhere you go, you know, people are, and it's beautiful. They're shopping and they're doing all the different things. And then if you go on social media, you're digesting all of this stuff. You're seeing all these images flash before your eyes. If you need to protect your energy, don't go on social media. Don't do like, Allow yourself to preserve yourself by setting boundaries up for yourself of what you need to do to feel the most content, feel the most peace, love, and joy this Christmas season. Because the greatest gift of all is, of course, the birth of Jesus Christ. And then it's you you being you and spending time with your loved ones and connecting with yourself, which is I know what your heart truly desires and what you truly, truly want and getting clarity on that too. And some of, um, another way of like connecting with yourself and connecting with your body is adding pleasure to your life, which is light the candles, play the music, take the bubble bath, grab the fuzzy blanket, be devoted to spending time for you and filling your cup up because that is what you're teaching your children. That's what you're teaching your family. That is what you're teaching your partner. And when you're not taking care of you, you're not only doing you're not only being dishonoring to yourself, but you're being dishonoring to them. And I know your heart, your heart is yearning for something more. You desire to have something deeper. You want something that where you have that peace and you have that joy and you're just in awe and you look at the Christmas lights and you feel the magic of the season. It's the simple little pleasures. It's the seeing the smile on somebody's, on the child's face. It's looking at your children and hearing the laughter come out of their, their mouths when they're together. It's the smell of the holiday cooking. It is when you bake the cookies together and you make the candy and you're together in the moment and you, you just feel feel it. You're in your ooey gooey, mushy emotions of it. And you're not wrapped up in the story of all of your feelings of your childhood or whatever emotions come up for you, whatever happened or whatever was in the household that is carried with inside of yourself. So when you go in and you actually clean out your own soul home and you make it all nice and pretty, then the fruits of the spirit come out of you, which is what you're desiring. I know that you are. That's what, why you're listening to this. And so 
Um, something else, one last juicy nugget that I'm going to give, cause I'm keeping this podcast episode kind of short and sweet and to the point, because we are in the holiday season and I am so grateful that you're here and you're listening with me, but I want to keep it very simple. I want to keep it very short for you. So you're like, okay, yeah, I can do one, two, three, four. This is what Leona said. I'm going to apply this and you're going to have, start having some transformation in this Christmas season. And I was going to give you the fourth one. And to be honest with you, my brain just went completely blank. I'm like, okay, what was I going to say to you, which is the last, oh, I know what it was. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. It came back to me. So, um, is ask for help. Don't try to do it all. You do not need to be the hero. People want to help. Okay. So for example, I used to do all the cooking and all the, the, the baking in my household. My kids are older now. And this year I was like, okay, we're, we're going to have cookie. We're going to do cookies and we're going to have candy, but I'm no longer doing it by myself. We're I'm going to have them help. So I asked them each, I was like, does this Saturday afternoon work for you, for all of us to come together and bake some cookies and candy? And they were like, yes, we'd love to. So now we're going to do it together, even though they kind of have their own life going. If you have Christmas presents that need wrapped and you're like in overwhelm, ask some, like create an evening where friends come together. You wrap Christmas presents together. You go to one another's house and you wrap each other's Christmas presents. You have fun and, and you have drinks and you have good food and you create that connection and you create that community or you have a cookie exchange or like whatever yours might be, but simplify the things that you do around the Christmas time. Well, I say all year long, but we're talking about Christmas time and outsource whatever you can outsource. Like it's, you're not, you're not to be here to save everybody's day and to do all the things because they're not going to notice it. And then you're going to get frustrated. And so ask yourself, what are things I can hand out and ask somebody else to do? If you have children and you're like, my house needs to be clean, make up a list so they can each have their chores and they can do the cleaning of the house. If you have whatever it is that you're doing, or if you're like, I need to take a day to go out and do shopping, but I have all these different times, then ask somebody to um, if you have little children, exchange it with a friend, watch their kids for a day and they watch your kids for a day where you have time to go out by yourself and you can just shop all day long. And then they have time where they can go out all day long and they can shop for them, like their family, like outsource it. Don't try to juggle and do it all. Ask yourself, where can I ask for help? Because remember also when you ask for help, you're allowing other people to be a blessing in your life. I know coming from the strong, independent woman who did it all her whole life, never wanted to ask anybody for anything. Good God. It was literally like pulling my teeth out and I was dragging ass across the floor because, oh my goodness, I had so much pride. I could never ask anybody for help because if I asked anybody for help, then I was failing. And Lord knows we can't have that because my insecurities can't show like that. I have to do it all so I can have some kind of validation from the outside. Yes. However, that is not how it works. We all get to come together and help one another. And let's bring that back together because that is where women are happiest when they are in connection, they are in community, they are doing things together and we get to help one another. And that's more of what this world needs. So make a list of all the things that you want done 
and then see what you can hand out. And then one last extra bonus juicy snippet for you. What is your intention this holiday season? What do you truly desire to experience? And what are you going to do to create that you have that experience this holiday season? That being said, my beautiful queens, I hope you have an amazing Christmas and keep shining your light. Thank you so much for tuning in to Unchained and Untamed. I'm confident that you received exactly what you require to unleash your potential and unapologetically own your feminine heart and soul and be the woman that God has created you to be. It's time to take the next step on your transformational journey. Apply what you've learned and know that I am here to support you every step of the way. I'd love to hear what your biggest shifts and ahas were that you received from this podcast. So make sure to shoot me a message and follow me on Instagram at Schrock underscore Leona. See you there.